can you hear those noises in the background? I swear to God, today feels the most spring sunny day that yet this year. It's so nice to have some sun coming in through the windows and people are doing work in their gardens and mowing their lawns for the first time and I absolutely love the feeling this time of year. Um, I hope it's sunny where you are. Hello, great to see you again on the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about WCs, those small little toilets on the ground floor that often get overlooked, but I don't think that they should be because let's face it, if you're at home, you use them regularly and it's where your guests almost inevitably will go whilst they're around your house. So if you do a lot of entertaining or you do a lot of hanging out at home, it's probably a good idea to have a little think about how you're going to do your WC and make it pop. Also a great, great space in the home to just go a little bit crazy. No one's going to be in there for long. The door's always shut. And if you've got any design decisions that you're umming and ahhing about, whether they're too much, whether you might get a bit bored of them over time, the downstairs WC is the place to do them, to go a little bit wild, go a little bit crazy. That is your space. So because I think people don't really think about them enough, I wanted to have a little chat about them today because I think they can be a real little pop of pleasure in your house, basically. So where to start? I don't know what your WC looks like at the minute. I don't know what you have on your walls or don't. I don't know if maybe you don't have one, but you're thinking about putting one in. If you're thinking about putting one in, happy days. You can start thinking about this from the get-go. But if you have one currently, there's quite a lot of things that you can do to just spice up that room a bit. I think it's a shame that it's often overlooked, whether that's because it's small or because other rooms take precedence I don't know but I think you can have some real fun in there so first things first this is a great place to use wallpaper really great place to use wallpaper you want to go with something organic that has some soft lines to it don't go with geometric you're going to feel a bit boxed in because it is a small room and if you go with an organic sort of wiggly flowing style it's going to open that space up more even if there's a lot going on and even if it's a really small space how small can you go Lou I hear you asking well in my opinion if you're thinking about whether you can fit a WC in on your ground floor the minimum you probably want to give yourself is about 77 centimeters by 120 so that's just over a meter by a bit under a meter that will give you, you will have to have a small sink. Be careful how small you go on sinks because um, when people wash their hands, you don't want the water splashing everywhere. You want it to be usable. So, I mean, that is gonna, that, that's really the smallest you're going to want to go for it to be a comfortable experience. But don't forget, you can push that toilet back into under the stairs, for example, because as people sit down, they don't need the headroom. So as long as you are, when you stand up, you are clearing that lowered uh, ceiling, then you're all right. You can incorporate that and push your toilet back into it. And if you want to take even a little bit more space, think about having a concealed cistern toilet. So you can put the cistern the other side of the wall under the stairs where you don't need barely any head height for and then have the toilet in the room keeping things looking a bit neat and tidier 
Alternatively, you can box it in and use it as a shelf above because, again, as I'll get onto a little bit later, um, shelves, a little bit of some sort of storage, some sort of display space in these rooms really makes a difference. It makes them feel more like little room than just, you know, you're taking a piss in a cupboard, <laughs> for want of a better description. So you don't want to go too small, even though you can go small. I mean, 77 by 120 is small. Ideally, you want a bit bigger because you want a bit of a bigger sink. It would be really nice to get some sort of storage under that sink. Ideally, you want some sort of surface area too. Just to interject here, this is like, I'm just adding this on if it sounds a bit different. If you're going for a sink at the end of a wall, i.e. your door is to your left, you've got a wall to your right, and you've got the space across, and you want some um, storage underneath, take that from wall to wall. Take that cupboard space with the sink in it from wall to wall. Don't get a standalone little unit. It's just such a waste of space. Take that whole back wall for sink. Over and out. Carry on past tense, Lou. Uh, so, so if you can go a bit bigger, I would. Don't skimp too much. You do use the room a lot. You may not be in there for very long, but you're in there quite a few times a day. Um, and like I say, if you're entertaining a lot, you've got a lot of guests that go in there as well. So this is a great space as well to think about large artwork too. Actually, my mother-in-law in her downstairs WC, she has a really cool kind of like hanging, I want to say a hanging tapestry, but it's not like literally a tapestry. It looks like a hanging tapestry on the wall, takes up the entire wall. So it's a bit like a kind of mural with animals on it. And I think it's like a forest. I'm trying to remember off from memory here. It's not like literally a tapestry, but it's made to look like tapestry. And it's really cool. Um, Similarly, you've got a lot of space above a toilet to have a really large piece of artwork. Or again, you can make your statement with with your wallpaper. And these are two things that you can do like tomorrow, well, over the weekend, if you want to go and have a little shop or do a little bit of DIY to really ramp up that WC. If you want to, and you're feeling like it might be a bit lackluster and a bit of a letdown when people go into it, then these are two really easy things. And I've got a few more really easy things coming up in a minute that I'll talk about that you can do to just make that space a real little sort of secret exciting trying to think of my words to make that space um something that people can delight in when they go into it because why not just because it's a toilet just because it's a small room it really does not mean that it should be forgotten by any stretch of the imagination you can have a lovely experience in that little room just as much as you can anywhere else in the house and arguably it's much easier to create because it's a small room and there's not so much to consider so it's not as daunting and it's easier to make mistakes in there you know if you're going to make mistakes start small at least whatever you do in there is going to be small it's not going to cost a huge amount of money and and similarly you can go for some more expensive say wallpaper because you'll only probably need one roll of it potentially depending on how big that room is so go a bit bold in there really think about something that's going to sort of make an impression when you open the door. The other thing to think about is lighting. I think people forget a lot about lighting in their WCs. They just shove in a spotlight, which is 
like fine it'll do the job but it's a bit of a shame and I think when you use a WC you don't it's not like a room you want really bright light in you kind of you're either taking a moment or you know there's not it's it's not it's not really necessary to have like a really bright light in your face and while you're washing your hands and you're looking in the mirror you want to have a bit of a have a bit of a pick me up rather than a put me down with um with the the light that's reflecting on your face and if you get some nice lighting in there you're going to look a damn sight better and so are your guests when they come round you might even find they come around more often because they think oh my god I look so damn beautiful in her house I'm going back there again you never know so lighting obviously plays a big part you would have noticed it I'm sure when you're on god awful FaceTime and you just look horrific as you move around the room and you've got the wrong lighting on your face, well, it's the same stuff. The The nice thing about your interior lighting is that you can play with that and you can orchestrate it much like you can a filter on Instagram. But this is actually real life and just light, so way better. What we want to do is look at some sort of side lighting, if that's possible. Not everyone will have space, but if you can get sconces into your WC, that is a great, great idea. Don't go too small on the mirror in order to achieve the sconces on either side, because that's just going to look out of balance, and you're probably going to end up with sort of sconces similar size to a mirror, and people won't be able to see their nose when they wash their face or something. So don't forgo mirror size for sconces, but if you have enough room, sconces either side at sort of face level, bringing the lighting down from the ceiling, is going to create a really sort of sexy room. And when someone looks in that mirror when they're washing their hands, they're going to feel a million dollars. If you don't have space either side. You can actually even think about the side walls. You can get some quite low profile sconces these days and you could just have one on one side maybe, depending on your space, the size of it, the layout of it. That could actually be a thing and it's a little less expected and you might see it in front of you as you come in when the, when the mirror is to your left, for example. Or you might walk past it as you walk towards the mirror, it's, it, you, you can have a play around there with a more sort of unusual asymmetric sort of vibe that could be really quite cool. You could also have something hanging down from the ceiling low that gets to the right height or gets down low enough. But just make sure that's not too bright and not too much like in someone's face. But that could be slightly over the mirror if you had a really large mirror, for example. So definitely think about lighting and also your central light can be just as attractive as well. I mean, a statement light hanging over a toilet, I think, is a really ironic sort of cool design decision to make. It sort of elevates the toilet. You know, some people call the toilet the throne. I think it's quite sort of a play on all of that and that can work really well. So don't forget your lighting in in your WC. You can really make something make something nice of it and just make it a nice place to be a real little sort of sanctuary moment especially when people are around for like dinner or something like that and they pop into it it can be a really nice surprise so 
Another question that we get a lot and something that's very easy to do in a WC, more so than maybe in a kitchen or in a bathroom, is mixing metals. Now you've got less going on in a WC, so you have got less to think about. You've probably got uh, opportunity for metals, probably ranges from taps, plug, flush, mirror, frame, although I wouldn't suggest anything other than a brass mirror frame if you are going for anything metal on a mirror frame because it looks very cold and a bit cheap otherwise and probably knobs if you've got knobs going on on your you've got a little bit of storage going on there so what I would say is trying try to veer away from the metal frames of the mirror and I'll talk about mirrors a little bit in a minute but 100% mix up say for example you want to group things so Try and match your taps with your flush, for example, but then your handles, if you've got handles on a cupboard going on or on some sort of storage in there, mix that up. So maybe you might do a brushed or a satin silver situation on the taps, let's say, and then maybe you might do a bronze on the on your handles. Um, you can also mix it up with the light fitting if you've got something metal going on there as well I think that's absolutely fine to have that different to the tap I don't think that's any issue at all so the good news is go ahead and mix and I think mixing is good I think even in kitchens and in bathrooms I think it's a good plan if everything matches it well a it can be hard to get everything to match as well and if you're trying to get everything to match and some things are a bit off you notice them more and b if if it is all the same colour, it can look a bit flat as well, a bit sort of off the peg, as it were. I think it's the, the modern-day equivalent of the three-piece suite kind of thing. I think mix a little bit, it'll look more considered, it will look more intentional. It will look more intentional, and I think that's a good thing. So on onto the mirrors, avoid mirrors with metal frames. A slim gold, maybe metal frame... I think they they can do you a disservice to to the design if you're wanting to put a lot of effort in. I think a mirror is a great place to have a bit of fun in your WC. There's so many different mirrors out there that aren't either a black frame or a chrome frame or a gold frame. It's a little bit like the IKEA frames. Go a bit fun on your mirror. Find something a little bit more interesting. Have a look at maybe something bamboo. You could go some sort of shell frame. You could go some sort of painted frame. You could go with some sort of like organic abstract shapes coming off it. I've seen a few that have like lovely sort of almost leaves and branches coming around there. They, they are in metal, but they're, they're very sort of 3D and they've got a lot of movement to them and they're a real feature piece. And it's just something exciting to look at. I think rather than having a little pile of books in there for people to look at, maybe put some other things in that can entertain your eyes for, you know, the few minutes that you're that you're in the room. And I do think, I think, so I think the mirror is a great place to think about some things like that. Really see the mirror as your sort of little jewellery piece in the room, I think. Obviously make sure it complements everything else, but it's a great place to put a quirky or a unique. Uh, Back to the lights quickly. If you find that you've got one light in your wall above your mirror and you are thinking of sconces, you do have room to put sconces either side of the mirror, that 
wire is very easily split into two. So don't be disheartened. It's great that there's already wiring in the wall. It's not hard to take across and split that into two at all because some, some of you might find that that's exactly what you've got. Another thing you don't want to forget and you definitely want to include if you can and, and generally you will always find space somehow even if it's in a cavity wall space is some shelving. So even if you're having this WC built in and it's being made of stud walls for example where there's not the pipe work or a toilet system for example much like in a bathroom you can use that cavity in the wall to make a really nice shallow little shelf it only needs to be maybe well size of a loo roll ish really maybe what what is the size of a loo roll 16 odd centimeters 15 16 centimeters it's going to give you a really nice space for a candle or a diffuser the loo roll if you don't mind it being on show but obviously if you do then some some cupboards underneath the sink might be a good option for that depends again on space and other things that people might need when they're in there you know it's handy to have certain toiletries or feminine products in in a wc for both yourself and guests when they come it just shows that you it's a, it's a bit like when you've got a you know guest room and you make it all lovely and you put the you know you put a bottle of water or a carafe and a glass and a few bits and bobs by the side of the bed I remember I had a friend when I was younger and whenever we stayed by the side of every single bed we would have paracetamol a bottle of San Pellegrino a glass and what else it was a whole little kit of stuff I can't remember everything now but it was a really lovely case. It made you feel like you're in a hotel, basically. And why not? Like, let's all feel like we're in hotels every day. I'm all for that. So allow a bit of shelving space somewhere for that. Obviously, if you've got enough space, you can have a nice surface area around your sink for guests and yourself as well to put makeup on, to put your phone down on. If you're not a man and you're not going to sit on your phone for hours in there a, a little bit of space a little ledge somewhere even if it's small is you re you really want that that sort of makes a whole world of difference so if you've got some more space then you can obviously have more shelving um and even standalone furniture don't don't sort of discount this as a room that you can't have any kind of accessories or layer any furniture in for example if you've got a pedal stool sink and you don't really have any space around it to put anything maybe utilize a stool in there next next to it like a low antique kind of milking stool and that's a great place to put things like hand towels or a, a diffuser and stuff like that I think Having a candle burning as well in, a, in the WC that people use when you've got guests over is a really nice touch. It sort of makes the room feel a bit alive when, you're, when you use it and when you're going in, like someone sort of set it up for you. I don't know, it sort of makes me feel like if you had a butler and they were starting all your fires ready for the evening and then you just walked into the room and it was on. I mean, that's like the dream. But but in our version, we can have a candle burning in our downstairs WC. So, you know, you can get the same feeling, even though you have to light it yourself. But we'll, we'll forget about that. Just put that to the back of your mind and pretend someone lit it for you. And it's just there, waiting, making the room smell lovely. And then, and then the other thing to think about is obviously the hand towels that I've mentioned. You could have a ledge somewhere to put them. But also this is another great opportunity to have something quite unusual to hang your 
towels on. Anthropology is a great place to find attractive towel rings or towel rails or even hooks. Etsy's good too. But also, you know, antiques, some older stuff. I've got a lovely old, just very simple brass ring nose kind of ring in um, one of our bathrooms and then I've got a rail that's actually made out of like copper piping that almost looks a bit industrial but but somehow it doesn't I've got it paired with a sort of wavy edge mirror and some kind of textured wallpaper and it all sets off quite well but there's a lot of things that you can do here and get some really special hand towels you know this is a great opportunity for that as well maybe something with tassels on maybe something with embroidery on something a little bit special because you only need maybe three of them and you just have them on rotate and you have them for that room and that's that. All these little touches, all these little touches just make that room a special little place that when you go in, it's just a lovely experience because why shouldn't it be? I've already really said that, haven't I? But I will say it again. Why shouldn't it be? And I say that for every room and every space that you use. Why shouldn't it be a joy If you find yourself using a room continuously and there's something bugging you about it or you find that there's something awkward about it, like, I don't know, you have to put your phone in your back pocket as you're going to the loo and then every time you take your trousers down, it almost falls into the toilet, but thank God it never does. It just falls on the floor, but it's just goddamn annoying because it happens almost every time. Note that and create a solution for it. Similarly, if you keep having to run upstairs to, I don't know, get a lipstick or something before you go out, double it up. Keep one downstairs. Keep one in your WC. Keep one on your console table in a little box or something so it's away from your three-year-old child that will completely ravage it if she gets her hands on it. These sorts of things, they just make your home feel special and feel like it's very much created for, working for, and perfect for you. And we we live in them day to day. Really, there's no excuse to try to create that in your own home because you know what your pain points are. It is something we help clients with a lot. We walk through their day to day, what's not working for them, what would be easier, what they like to do, how they live, etc. And we just ensure that that's all built into whatever changes they are making from how you walk around a house and how the house is used down to correctly sized box to house something that needs to be in a certain place at a certain time just to make your life easier and more efficient and more enjoyable. So... I hope you're going to spend your weekend having a good hard look at your WC and thinking how you can beautify that space. If it's already beautiful and you're like, oh my God, Lou, yes, I've been on this for ages. What a waste of my time listening to this podcast. I've already done all this. Then I would love to see a picture. Please share. I love looking at all of your homes. You can share it on the Facebook group, Ain't Nobody Like a Homebody, or tag me in your Instagram post, Studio LFF, because I would love to see. Also, if you've enjoyed this podcast, or maybe you know someone that has a bit of a lackluster WC that it might help, please do give us a share. Please do give us a review wherever you listen or a star rating. It means that we can keep going and keep giving you little tips and info and a great space to learn 
because we love doing that. And in the meantime, I hope the sun stays out. And have a great weekend. Enjoy cutting your lawn for the first time this year. And I'll see you next week. Bye.